from B Media Production. This is Business Essentials, practical advice and ideas to grow your business. If your business can't run without you, you don't really have a business. You have a job with overheads. A business that truly serves your life, on the other hand, is a business that gives you the freedom to choose how much or how little you want to be involved in your business. That's what breaking free means. It doesn't necessarily mean getting out of your business. It's about choice. That's the change coach, Joel Gershman. Welcome to episode 25 of Business Essentials Podcast. Brought to you with the support of Chartered Accountants and Business Advisors, Cummings Flavor McCormack. I'm Peter Letts. A well-known trap for business owners is, you've guessed it, getting so bogged down in the day-to-day running of the business that there seems to be no escape. And often, you're your own worst enemy because you think you're indispensable, so you have trouble delegating, and there's never enough time to problem-solve from the outside. Joel Gershman, in his role as change coach, has some answers in his new book, The Mindful Entrepreneur, in which he uses the true story of Howard Finger of UK-based company VinciWorks, which offers online compliance and risk management solutions for legal and financial markets. The truth is, Howard Finger was in personal and business dire straits, but with assistance, he steered himself from near collapse to sanity, fulfilment and a thriving business, and it just took one step to start the transformation. So what does Joel mean by mindful in the title of his book? He's talking to Heather Dawson. When I use the word mindful, we're not actually referring to mindfulness, meditation or some other psychological practice, which by the way may have some value. We use the term rather more generically to refer to being more deliberate, more intentional, more purposeful about how you run your business and how you live your life. But uh, are entrepreneurs not mindful by and large? Don't get me wrong. I think most business owners are smart, you know, hardworking go-getters who are genuinely hoping to grow and improve their businesses. But the harsh reality for many entrepreneurs, certainly many that I come in contact with, is that they're not actually acting deliberately or strategically. They're often just trying to survive from one day to the next. You know, to use that classic phrase coined by one of my own mentors, Michael Gerber, they're working in their business not on their business. And it's only when they take a step back and decide how to strategically move forward that you see real growth and change. Well, let's talk about Howard Finger. And uh, he's an integral part of your book. And he's the case study that uh, follows all the examples through. Could you tell us about Howard's business and what was going so wrong with it when you met him first? Howard runs an online compliance and risk management training and solutions business called VinciWorks. What it does is it deals with lots of professional services businesses like law firms and accounting practices to ensure that their people are across anti-money laundering laws, anti-discrimination laws, etc. And they provide training online to upskill people in those areas. And when I first started working with Howard, I have to say he was in a pretty dark place. I'm only going to say this because it's actually in our book, but there was a period of time where he had thought about his life insurance policy and whether or not accessing that would provide a gift to his family. It was a dark period and he used to tell me how he used to consistently wake up at three o'clock in the morning with that sick feeling in his stomach, you know, wondering how he's going to pay the bills, if he's going to take his kids out of the schools they loved, whether the business would survive another month. 
and the stress he was under was quite intense, debilitating actually, and it was affecting every part of his life, his marriage, his relationship with his kids who he didn't get a chance to see as often as he wanted to. And there was a lot going wrong in his business that was causing this. But I'd say underlying it all was one critical idea and it was a failure to take ownership for his business. When Howard first came to me, he said that his most pressing need was cash. In fact, without an immediate cash injection, his business would have collapsed. So I asked him, you know, what was his payment collection system? What did it look like? You know, if you can collect payments more quickly, you can boost cash. To be honest, he didn't really have a defined collection system, right? He just assumed that it was customers' responsibility and that his customers were slow payers. And he didn't want to upset them by chasing them too hard for payment. He thought it would make them look desperate. But he hadn't really designed or developed a system. In fact, when we first talked about it, he actually called up his bookkeeper to ask her what her process was. And he was quite horrified that there really was no collections process. And what was even more annoying for him is that she didn't even think it was her responsibility to chase payments. She just entered the information into the books. No individual was ultimately responsible. And so what we did is we installed a step-by-step collection system for the bookkeeper and others to follow, which included the bookkeeper taking responsibility for following up the accounts department of clients. It was really pretty simple. It was not brain surgery. And in the first week, he brought in approximately £35,000, he's a UK business, so it was in pounds, of much needed cash. And, you know, since then, it's been working fantastically ever since. And, you know, the big message for him and I think for many business owners is that if you want your business to run smoothly and predictably without you needing to be there all the time, you need to implement systems. You know, if key tasks like collections are not deliberately designed and documented, you can't expect them to perform optimally. So he's systemised the whole business now? He has systemised a large part of the business. Right. Absolutely. Just to give you a couple of examples of of systems that have had a huge impact on his business, one is a system for budgeting and financial reporting. So he, in the past, he had no insight into his cash flow, his profitability, his revenue. He now has a system for collecting that data and representing it in a way that gives him real-time insight into how he's tracking. And that's powerful. He can make decisions as a consequence of that. Another example, he developed a system for maintaining relationships with key customers. For his business, renewal income was critical. That was the lifeblood of his business. How do you ensure that customers renew? Well, you have to continue building relationships with them over the long term. He installed a system to ensure that people are connecting with customers in a regular way and that is reported via his CRM. And again, had a huge impact on his business. So how successful is VentureWorks now? Well, I'm not at liberty to, uh, without Howard's permission, to share his exact profit for the year. But what I can tell you is that it's a successful multinational business that's now generating millions of pounds in profitable revenue each year. And equally importantly, while no business is perfect, by and large, it runs smoothly and profitably and efficiently without Howard having to be there and do everything all the time. Well, equally importantly, again, how happy is Howard Finger now? He's a real person like any of us, and we all go through ups and downs. But what I can say, and I know Howard says this himself, 
is that he's living with a much deeper sense of fulfillment than at any other time in his life. And that's a function not just of how his business is traveling, but of being more mindful about how he's spending his time in other areas of his life as well. Well, Joel, you've spoken so much about the value of systems and the difference that they can make, and Howard Finger has demonstrated that. And this all leads us to breaking free of our businesses. What do you mean? Look, many business owners find that their businesses are are largely dependent on them. Many business owners say to me, you know, if I'm not doing it, if I'm not watching, if I'm not making it happen, it just doesn't happen, at least not properly. And while that's common and I get it, it's also debilitating for the business and the business owner because I like the, the classic phrase, if your business can't run without you, you don't really have a business. You have a job with overheads. A business that truly serves your life, on the other hand, is a business that gives you the freedom to choose how much or how little you want to be involved in your business. That's what breaking free means. It doesn't necessarily mean getting out of your business. It's about choice. But I have to say that that choice will not occur on its own. You have to create a business that can run without you to give you that choice. And to do that, you'll need to do what I call systemizing your business. You know, in other words, to create documented step-by-step systems for the core tasks in your business. That way you can delegate the tasks to others with confidence that they'll be done effectively every time, freeing up your time. Just by way of example, research suggests that franchise businesses are significantly more successful than other startup businesses. Why is that? Well, take McDonald's as an example. That's the classic franchise business. Whether or not you like McDonald's burgers, it's hard to deny that the majority of McDonald's stores are hugely successful, right? They make, on average, I think it's 2.3 million in sales, no matter who runs it, no matter where it's located. Why? The answer is simple. They've set it up so it's virtually impossible to fail. They have tried and tested systems for everything, from making burgers through to marketing, recruiting, the bookkeeping, etc. And it's why they can have 15-year-olds serving and a 19-year-old managing the place, because you simply turn a key and it runs, right? When business owners bring that kind of systemization to their businesses, they can create a significant degree of freedom. Joel Gershman, the change coach and author of The Mindful Entrepreneur. And that ends Business Essentials podcast, proudly brought to you with the support of chartered accountants and business advisors Cummings Flavor McCormack. So you don't miss out on future episodes, why not subscribe? And if you found this valuable, we'd love you to leave a review. For further information about us, or if you'd like to listen to more interviews like this one, visit businessessentials.com.au. We hope you've enjoyed Business Essentials podcast. I'm Peter Letts. Thanks for listening. This Business Essentials podcast has been produced by B Media Production, building engagement and adding value through quality audio communication.